0: Hello and welcome to day 10 of the Aki Basho here on Sumo Mainichi. I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave and it is Tuesday night. There aren't enough days of sumo left. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah,
1: I know. There's something about when you hit the double digits and you start, well, I mean, it's the day before Wednesday, which is the middle of the week. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying here.
0: The downhill Sunday, slide to uh, day 15.
1: Sunday looks very, very close, doesn't it?
0: Uphill trek, perhaps. It really does. We are very close. So let's get straight into the action. Uh, Kim Bozan up against Tsuda Gisho, who's in fine form. But today he was mucking around oh. a lot.
1: I was a bit sick of this. I mean, yeah. we get it, Tsurugisho, you're having a good basho, but, like, let's get the sumo going, mate.
0: Strutting around, taking a long time to go down. And then when he did go down, Kinbozan had been down for half an hour already. Then he wasn't ready. There was a mutter. I just think Tsurugisho was uh, playing a little bit here.
1: He doesn't mind the mind games. No. Let's say that much.
0: And so, what happened next was actually quite poetic, I thought, in that Kim Zan did a huge henka and uate dashinaged him right out of the doyo. Uh, so, that was a, uh, a loss for Tsurigisho after all that work.
1: Yeah, all well, that preparation. I, mean, I don't know. Kim Bolzan punished this uh, slow sumo from Tsuda So you've been working on this theory that Kim Bolzan is injured. So, I mean, uh, this adds weight to that?
0: It does actually for me because to just move out of the way, you know, I've, we've seen him try to move back and try to, uh, you know, meet his opponent Body to body in a certain way, and not be able to do it. So, this hanker to me just looked yeah. like a bit of a, a coping mechanism.
1: He knew he couldn't stand toe to toe with the big Tsurigishore. So, Tsurigishore seven and three with that loss. Uh, Kimbozan six and four. Uh, Midori Fuji uh, was up against Kagiaki today, and straight out of the touchy eye, Midori Fuji got into position. Yes. You called it very, very early today.
0: Yeah, he had the right hand in around. Kageyaki's body. And the left was on the other side, but he, was, he just had his body on that angle.
1: Yeah, it was a perfect setup for his signature move, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> it really was. I thought it was coming. I hoped it was coming. We've seen it twice before this Basho I found out. And it turns out It absolutely was. Oh,
1: before this bout.
0: Oh, before this bout.
1: Basho is a word you can substitute for any Japanese word. (laughs)
0: And I have been.
1: (laughs) Everyone does it. This
0: round of uh, podcast episodes, I've been saying Basho (laughs) willy-nilly whenever I want, whenever I feel like it.
1: Uh, So here, Midori Fuji kicked at the leg of Kageyaki. Mm. Was this a distraction move? Or was he genuinely trying to destabilise Kageyaki with that kick?
0: I think so. I think it was the putting off balance okay. to drag down.
1: For, uh, well, from here smoothly transitions into that katasakashi. Did it and... my
0: contact though with the leg? Or did it just waft?
1: It no, gave I... him a little kick, right? No, I think there was contact. It just didn't feel like there was a lot of intent behind uh-huh. it. So I was wondering was this a distraction?
0: Yeah, well, it could have been. I, I just, because it didn't really rock Kageyaki. It didn't, no. didn't destabilise him. But then he still pulled off the Katasukashi.
1: Yeah, he just moved into it very, very nicely. Uh, thrilled the crowd. They would love to see that move. Midori Fuji with that win 5-5. Five and five. I feel like the second half of these 10 days has gone better for him. Yeah, he's four wins from his last five uh, bashos. Uh, yes. Bouts. I, was, I did that deliberately. <laughs> I just chose to ignore <laughs> it. I feel like that's a dick. <laughs> I do much, much worse things than that. kagiaki with that loss, four and six.
0: We had Kodoeko up against Daishoho here. This is a Makakoshi matchup. One guy's walking out of the Kokugikan disappointed today. And Kodoeko he put in everything.
1: It was great sumo from Kotaweko today. He knew he needed this one. He, he knew that Daishoho was bigger, stronger, slower. But today kodoeco didn't rely on speed.
0: No. He used his muscles yeah. today and it was so impressive. Every muscle on that uh, very strong body of his stood out as he was working Daishoho backwards. He was up underneath the armpits, which is a great position to be body to body. Daishoho tried to fling him to the side. He did, had no uh, worries about that either. And he picked up a well-deserved win, yeah. pushing Daishoho back a- across the Tawara.
1: Yeah, this was, yeah, strong sumo from Koroeko when he needed it both. So Kotoeko stays on the road to Kachikoshi. Yeah. But oh boy, it's a long way. He's three and seven. Can he win the final five days of this Basho?
0: Well, we want him to because the MP3. Everyone yeah, wants to hear
1: it. Jeez. But
0: it's a it's, it's a, a long tough shot.
1: Ask. <laughs> it's a long shot.
0: A very long way.
1: Uh did we mention Dai Hall? He is 2 and 8 is Makakoshi and will now certainly head back down to Jurio for Basho at Makuchi. And he only got, only got one Kachikoshi in that time. So yeah, didn't have a great time. No.
0: Nah. And six losses in a row for him now.
1: Not good. Yikes. So, in an interesting piece of programming, our next bout, very next bout, was also a, another seven loss matchup this time, Hirida Umi versus Chiyoshoma. What do you think of putting these two seven loss, seven loss back to back?
0: I think it's harsh for them, but I think it's excellent for us in terms of okay. entertainment. Yeah, sure. Okay.
1: I felt a bit depressed because I, I two matches in a row where I know one rikishi will step off yep. with a Makakoshi record.
0: Well, after Kotoeko winning, I feel uh, ready for anything.
1: Okay, well, this time Hiru no Umi and Chia Shoma. It was a great touchy eye and opening from Chia Shoma. He got on the outside, both hands on Hiru no Umi's belt and drove forward. Hiru no Umi looked in real trouble here. Chia Shoma on the belt could be so dangerous And Hiradumi could really only keep his arms up high, couldn't even get them down to do anything. But when Chiyosoma went to throw, Hiradumi somehow used that grip under the arms to spin Chiyoshoma down uh, so that Chiyoshoma fell underneath him.
0: Yeah, the skuinage beltless arm throw and a clever move from Hiradumi at the end. He didn't really seem to have much in that bout, but uh, he pulled it off at the end, keeps himself on the road, trudging along with Kotoeko, both on three and seven. Chiyoshoma, that's his uh, Makakoshi, and he'll need to pick up a few wins in these last few days because he's at Magashira 15.
1: Oof. he, Yeah, he's in big trouble here.
0: Oh, the next battle. Wow, we come to the big one, right? Takiyasu and Tami Fuji are two leaders. Huge. And we saw both of them with the long shot down the Hanamichi getting ready. We saw back massages. Uh, We saw the tukibito firing them up. We saw them stamping the ground, getting ready for this extremely, extremely important bout. A whole lot of people out in the sumo community getting very nervous about this one. We had a message on our Instagram or a comment on our Instagram um, from our excellent uh, listener, Little Jackal, uh, saying he's trying to uh, negate his PTSD, where that is pessimistic. Takayasu stress disorder, which I think we <laughs> I, all have um, to a certain extent. I think
1: we all do. I, I laughed very hard when I heard that.
0: That's a very That's good, good one. Stuff. And Tim Sumo saying yesterday that he was very much in the Takayasu vortex. He had entered it and uh, was unapologetic about that. So
1: good on you, Tim. Good to see you here.
0: Yes, <laughs> Takayasu <laughs> um, up against Atami Fuji. They faced up. Atami Fuji's pre-bout routine was strong. Just that confidence exuding uh, from him out of every paw. Off the eye Takiasu he tried to pull down and then he assaulted uh, Tami Fuji on the shoulders. He was pushing him back a little bit. He went for another pull. But at Tami Fuji he was just standing really strong here, wasn't he? Yeah, I
1: actually missed that pull out of the eye but it was the second pull it's from... Really quick. Yeah, the second pull yeah didn't do much apart from give Atami Fuji an opening uh, Atami Fuji so quick at the moment
0: yeah and he only needed that one opening
1: yeah uh, yeah and just took Takeyasu out now he pushed Takiyasu off the doyo
0: here mm. onto his side, I think it was,
1: oh, up it was up on, on the doyo sorry. yeah you're right but yep. down
0: onto his side and he lay there for uh, quite a while mm. and this is where the, the PTSD really uh, started because Anytime time that Takiashi doesn't get up straight away, you know, there's a problem. His body is ageing. We know he has back issues. We know he've ha- he's had a whole lot of injuries and to not just spring back up.
1: He was off the doyo because he was right by Kisnesato.
0: Uh That was Tamawashi. Oh, that's Late Tamawashi. Spoiler. That's well, was well he might have you know, won have. and fallen on Kisnesato. Could
1: have, but didn't. Um, no, you're exactly right. I was thinking of Tamawashi there. Uh, but seeing Takyasu get up looking so sore, almost resigned. Mm. Just it was hard to watch.
0: Yeah. Is it the back injury resurfacing? Was it a hip? Was it a leg? We tried to watch the replay very carefully, but the push was so quick and he kind of, he spiralled a little bit. He might have twisted. Um, it was a push on his there was a push yeah. on his face. I don't think that was what led to the injury. I think it was more likely the twisting or the impact.
1: I, I think so. And I, I have a theory that he might have done it just before he got clocked in the face. Yes. That the the, yeah. the the kind of twisting movement might have done something.
0: Because the way he almost backed off or fell well, backwards, it looked a little bit odd.
1: Yeah, it, did, it looked like that thrust of a tummy Fuji had amazing power. And I don't think it actually did. I think he was on the way down before then. Uh, the walk from Takyasu down the hanemichi he looked very, very uncomfortable. To me, it looked like the back. It didn't seem like he was favouring one leg or mm. the other. It felt like every movement was ca- causing him pain.
0: Yeah. And he sort of slowed down uh, by the replay iPad. Yeah. And you know, when you, your back hurts and you have to move your entire hips? Yeah you can't swivel yeah. anymore and he wasn't, yeah, he just wasn't moving well it's at all.
1: Extremely uh, bad news for Takiyasu fans around the world. Good news though, if you're an Atami Fuji fan, uh, he's moved to 9-1, the sole leader on day 10. And we were treated to, to some beautiful vision of Atami Fuji leaving the Kokugikan uh, out the front going past the fans today.
0: Yeah, he accepted some gifts he was uh, greeted by a young boy, a fan, and he patted him on the head, patted him on the cap, had photos taken with him. There are a lot of people there to greet him and congratulate him. And as a newly popular, I mean, he's been popular for a while, I suppose, but as a newly popular Makuchi Ricochet, he, he just wants to take all of that love. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it feels different though, this time, doesn't it?
0: yeah. For sure. I mean,
1: they're, they're greeting Rikishi, who is nine and one and leading the yeah. U Show race. Uh, this bout was just before they cut to the news on NHK and when they came back from the news, he was still out there yes. talking to people. <laughs> yeah. So you're right. He's really at that early stage of his career where he's he really wants to meet the fans and, and celebrate sumo with them. I wonder how long that will last.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's why he's... He's popular as well, I think, because he d- does have well, such a lovely demeanour. Th-
1: there's also something about the interactions between Atami Fuji and his Tsukipito. Yeah. They seem to have quite a close, warm relationship, which isn't Fist always the way. Always, Fist always smiling. The uh, little massage before he goes yeah. out there. I don't know. There's something that's that you, you, you get a great sense of uh, Atami Fuji as a person with the way he interacts with the world. Yeah. Such a fierce competitor on the doyo, but outside just... Everyone's friend.
0: Well, maybe that's what he's learning. Maybe this is the difference this time around, that he's learning to switch from that
1: um,
0: congenial guy into this, as you say, fierce competitor.
1: We're just looking at someone different at the moment. Atami Fuji, though, as we've said many times, and I'll say once more, nine and one, leading the Yusho race from Takayasu, who now with that loss goes to eight and two, and maybe that's where he'll finish this Basho. I
0: wouldn't be surprised to see him go QJ.
1: Yeah, Let's move on to the next bout that we are going to spotlight today, and I wish I wasn't spotlighting this, but I have to. Abi Hankard Takanoshaw. Nothing more I can say about that. Yeah. Absolutely disappointing. Huge dog act from Abi. Well,
0: I don't usually say it, but I think this was a dog act as well. If you write down the people you don't want hankered, Takanoshaw for me is right up there. Very honest sumo. Always from him and to just let him come forward and jump out of the way when you're not even – there's nothing even in the balance here. No, there's not. I mean, he's Kachikoshi, sure. He's trying to get Kachikoshi. He's Magashira too. He wants to get back to Sanyaku. But
1: why? Why? I mean, (laughs) the other reason this is particularly disappointing is that Takanosho was on a three-win streak up to this point. He beat Onosho, who's definitely in form. He beat Kirishima, who is Awazeki. And I mean, he beat Ryudin yesterday, which a lot of people are doing. But still, it was great to see Takanosho building something and to have this taken away like this. Ah,
0: mm. hate it. I think we're really fair about giving credit when credit's due for good sumo. Well, I was warming back onto Arby. Yeah, I mean, his his sumo is hard to beat. It's his own style. Yeah, he when commits he's doing to it. That, yeah. Uh, but when you see something like this, it just takes me right back to.
1: Well, wow, I know. Yeah, the, a, a
0: difficult the position. The unmentionable
1: playoff, yeah.
0: We, as you said, ex uh Nishonoseki Oyakata, was shimpan at this time facing the camera on the left-hand side of screen. And he ducked his head and kind of nodded as this happened and it just looked like he had some kind of internal commentary going on.
1: <laughs> we both pointed Wordlessly, at his face expression after this bout, we haven't been able to find it on Twitter or anything afterwards. Mm. But I think you could read a lot into it. My interpretation was disappointment that this is this is the state of sumo in twenty twenty three. I thought it left it in a good place, and I'm seeing this.
0: Mm. To me, it looked like he was saying, "Of course, he did." (laughs) It was just like, "Well, what did you expect?" That's (laughs) stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Watch it if you can access the NHK um, footage. Have a look. We'll try to find it and post it because it was it was so quick and subtle. But he's oh, yeah. very demonstrative. Yeah. Um, Sato, and and you said he looked visibly well, judgmental. Was he judgmental? Perhaps
1: I'm not sure. He, he didn't like what he was seeing. I think we can agree on that.
0: I think so. Uh
1: so. Abi with that win. Oh, I hate using that word. Six and four. Takenoshua is five and five. Let's move on to Sanyaku now.
0: Hokuto Fuji up against Tobizaru. Tobizaru has been unable in his career so far to beat Hokuto Fuji at all, ever. So stepping up onto the dojo, a little bit nervous perhaps knowing that record. And he started with a mata, so they reset. And this was a bit of a weird, Basho, Wow, this is really in my yeah. this is a new thing for me. Mm. I'm gonna have to um do some meditation to guide <laughs> myself of out of this. <laughs> this was a weird bout. Yep. B-O-U-T. Uh with Tobisaiu, as he sometimes does, maintaining distance from his opponent and sort of rotating around the dojo. Fuji was very calm, just following yeah. him. And Tobizaru was trying to slap and trying to push at Hokuto Fuji, but there was not much that he could do. And eventually, without much resistance, Hokuto Fuji was just able to push him out.
1: Yeah. I, I, the touchy eye from Tobizaru, again, left me questioning his game plan. We saw it yesterday against uh, Abi. He slips away to the right. It's not, you know, it's not even a meet and move. It's just a slight movement to try to get around the side that doesn't really affect anything. Today he went to the left, mm. which... Doesn't really achieve much. I like to see Tobizaru go straight at his opponent. Yeah, And if he's going to go to the side, go to the side. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, after this match was in motion, Hokuto Fuji just chased Tobizaru around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And stepping forward and not much really from no. him. And Tobizaru's disruptions, which can be so disruptive, yeah. just didn't achieve anything today. So Tobizaru... Five and five. Some real success and then some really lacklustre bouts like today. Well, I was going to say. Still hasn't beaten Hoka Yeah, Fuji. so
1: now Hokuto Fuji extends that record to eight and zero <laughs> against Tobi Zaru. His and after, head-to-head
0: Kachikoshi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: speaking of Kachikoshi, Hokuto Fuji moves himself one place closer on seven and three. Yeah. At Maigashiro one. Huh.
0: Very cool. He's looking to take... Uh, Toby Zaru's yeah, we, spot from him, perhaps?
1: We will see. Sekiwake, Kodunawaka, was up next against Maegashira. One, Meisei, this bout, though, Kodunawaka, out of the touchy eye, put himself in the driver's seat and he forced Meisei to retreat after every one of his attacks here. This looked like powerful sumo from Kodunawaka. It
0: really did. You know how there's one bout each day where you, it's a little bit fuzzy in your mind. Yep. This one just kind of happened and... I can't remember the detail of it, but Kodnawaka just, in my mind, it's just Kodnawaka getting Say out. I think
1: it, it went on a little longer than that, but I think you've got the main <laughs> um, bit. story beats correct, because Say just kept getting forced back. Kodnawaka kept surging forward and he was able to push Say uh, out. And I think as a Sekiwake, having these bouts that don't make an impression on you where they mm. get the win is actually part of what being a Sekiwake is.
0: I think so. And- Meisei has had some success. He's really up and down this time around yeah. at uh, Maegashira 1. Yep. Certainly not as successful as the other one, Hokuto Fuji, we've just been talking about. But, uh, yeah, Konowaka just kind of made it look relatively easy today and he moves to 6-4, and four, sniffing at his uh, Kachikoshi on day 10. Daisho up against Asaniyama. Now, there was an interesting statistic that you pulled out before we watched this. Yes. Match.
1: So so looking at their head to head historically, uh, it's eleven wins, seven losses, and it's it's Daesho's way, so mm-hmm. he's up in their head to head. But since Asanayama has come back, Daesho has beaten him twice. Mm. So Asunyama is yet to beat Daesho in this comeback campaign of his.
0: Yeah. I think that's fascinating. Because it says something about how he combats Daesho's yes. style and Daesho's style into what it's evolved into since his show and mm. in the, the more recent uh, Basho, which is correct this time. <laughs> that's, Thank that's you correct. very much. <laughs> so Daesho, he came powerfully forward as he has been and he held Asani up in, Asaniyama up in an intense Norua. It was one of those his hand just shot out and grabbed him like it was some kind of horror movie, <laughs> held him up. And what the power did was slide a Saniyama right back to the Tawara. His legs moved further than his body. He was on one of those very dangerous angles. And from there, Daesho just collected his prize. Yeah,
1: geez, he looked so good today, Daesho, against a quality opponent. Four wins in a row now for Daesho. Oof,
0: that is amazing. A- and it's
1: interesting, he, up until... Let's say the first six days, he only fought the top of the Maigashira and he was two and five. Since then, day seven to day 10, he's fought Sekiwake Kodonawaka and one, Komasubi Nishikigi and one, Sekiwake Wakamoto Haru and one. And today, I mean, he's the people's Ozeki, but Maigashira to Asuniyama. He seems to be doing better against quality opponents, yeah. which is strange. You think about you know two two wins there in those first six days, and he'd be in Yusho contention. Yeah. And his form just seems to be getting better and better as this basho wears on.
0: Well, I think he'd be very relieved after that start. He's six and four. Asanoyama, despite all the banners and all the love being thrown his way, that's another loss, and he's five and five.
1: Sekiwake Wakamoto Haru was up next against Ozeki Hoshoryu. This bout has a bit of weight. Yeah. <laughs> because last time they met in July on day 14, Wakamoto Haru hankered Hoshoryu. Yeah. And it was ugly and it was bad and Hoshoryu beat him.
0: Yep, A difficult day for me.
1: It was yeah, absolutely. It was a difficult day for all of us. Uh, but and so. we're, we're on our road to recovery. Yeah. We're we're getting over it. Uh today though, Hoshoryu burst out of the touchy eye straight into Wakamoto Haru's personal space <laughs> and bodied Wakamoto Haru over the bales. This was definitive from oh, Hoshoryu.
0: It was so, so quick. There was a slapping of bodies. The arms went straight around him and Wakamoto Haru had no chance. To, he had this, He was close enough to get the hand on the belt, but there was literally no time. No,
1: there was nothing he could do here. That touchy eye was perfectly executed from yeah. Hoshoryu. He needed this today. Oh,
0: did he so ever? So
1: Hoshori was coming in on three and six. A loss would have put him three and seven Yeah, in his debut ozeki yeah. performance.
0: A much, much, much oh, needed win. Absolutely. And a little bit of a statement perhaps after yeah. having the decision overturned yesterday against him, uh, the Monui uh, decision reversed. That must have been... Very difficult for him.
1: Well, we we said yesterday on the podcast that today's bout was going to be a mental challenge to pick himself up off the floor after that. And uh, he has answered that challenge admirably.
0: He sure has. And we admire the set of his face and how he comes in scowling and just taking everything um, usually to his opponent. And today he showed us that (laughs) Ozeki Sumo against someone as good as Wakamoto Haru.
1: Yep, certainly did. Uh, You've said the score's... No. I don't think I
0: did four and six for Hoshoryu, Wakamoto Haru, six and five. Now,
1: that can't be right because that adds up to 11. 11. Wakamoto Haru is six and four.
0: I just read it out like a well little robot.
1: I typed it in and I got it wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ura came up next against Takakesho. This was something to behold. Takakesho took uh, some inspiration perhaps from Hoshoryu <laughs> and blasted himself out of the eye like he was coming out of a uh, cannon towards Ura. He shoved him back so that Ura was flat against the Tuara. And Ura then had a great idea. Light bulb went off in his mind, a very Ura style idea. And he launched himself up into the air vertically. He jumped high. And as he jumped, Takakesho was full stretch trying to push him out for that final bit. Uh, and he pulled him down. So Ura's is coming down from his vertical leap. Takakesho is going down from his horizontal leap. And they both uh, touched the ground in a very similar time. But I thought that it was reasonably clear that Takakaiso went down first.
1: There was no question about it. Um, and uh, it was given to Ura. Ura, yeah. Uh, and a very quick monowe was called. Uh, and we were starting to think, I remember saying, why is this monoe taking so long? Because they rocked the replay back and forth. We saw... Clearly, Takakesho going down. Ura's jump here was theatrical. It was beautiful. Mm. It was well controlled. He really got some serious hang time. Gazelle like. When it came time, though, to deliver the verdict, uh, a Torinaoshi was called. Yes. So, one of the terms that they used here was Dotai, which there's not a lot of information about this, but it, it can be used as a justification for a tori- Torinaoshi because it's deemed that both Ricochie were going to touch the ground at the same time. So I'd love if someone could shed some more light on this for us. I wonder if they were if they were discounting the jump and they were looking at the moments before. I really don't know what's going on here, but um, we get another bout of sumo.
0: We did. <laughs> I judged this extra bout lucky for Takakeisho, and he certainly put it to good use because he let Ura go low. He was ready for it put the hand on the back of the head and guided yeah. him down, slapped him down to the dust.
1: What a smart response from Yeah, Bra- uh, A brave for Ura in this Torunashi to go straight and low Yeah, we've seen him
0: hesitate at the touchy a couple of times. We'll wait and see. He didn't yeah. this time around, Ura. And it was an interesting choice because it just put him straight, straight in the down. path. Yep. Yeah.
1: Interesting. So... With that win, Takakesho moves to seven and three, Ura five and five. That brings us to the final bout of day 10. Ozeki Kirishima up against Shin Komasubi, Nishikigi. Nishikigi. I think the reason why people are falling in love with Nishikigi all over again, this just simple sumo that he does against very, very technical rikishi like Kirishima he just throws himself at Kirishima. Yeah, just and I know there's more to it than that. But body forward. Body forward. And, and just keep moving forward. From here, after the touchy eye, it almost looked like a slow motion, semi-controlled fall from Nishikigi. But he was falling forward. Mm-hmm. Kept himself in control enough. This bulk was just too much for Kirishima to deal with. And... Uh, Nishikiki kept the momentum and forced Kirishima over the bales, an unlikely win for Nishikiki.
0: Yeah, and that coupled with some pretty good balance just makes him unstoppable when he goes forward like that. Kirishima, I don't know if that was a surprise or if he was expecting, as you say, to do something, to have to do something more technical, to have to respond um, in a different way, but he kind of let himself almost be beaten here. Yeah, I wonder. I and, wonder. And that's, we said yesterday that he was well on the way to his Kachikoshi and he may well been, but this is <laughs> a, a little blip along the way. Um, he's been alternating back and forth. He sure <laughs> has. Uh, with a loss to Takenosho a couple of days ago and now Nishikigi. He's, he's certainly not definitive, his uh, his recovery um, from kataban.
1: Nishikigi's five and five, Uh Two of those five wins are from Ozeki, and Brilliant. one is from Komusubi Tobizaru. So, still can take the big scalps. It means Nishikigi. that there's
0: been two uh, Nishikigi interviews, which
1: yes is a real blessing. A beautiful, beautiful thing. That's it for the bouts on day ten. Take us through that vast leaderboard.
0: Yes. <laughs> Hang on, let me get prepared. I'd have to take a deep breath yep. for this one. Margaret Shira fifteen. Atami Fuji. Okay. Brilliant. And then in second place, out by himself as well, the possibly injured Takiyasu, who we may or may not see back it up tomorrow on day 11. And then on seven wins, we have to keep this lot in consideration. Ozeki Takakesho, Magashira 1, Hokuto Fuji, Magashira 6, Onosho, Endo, and We we haven't been talking so much about Endo so
1: far. (laughs) He's seven wins on the trot now.
0: Yeah, so he beat Mio today, Oshidashi.
1: Not spectacular sumo, very workmanlike from Endo, but Mm. he's racking up those white dots. He sure is. Just looking at the the leaderboard, uh, Atami Fuji nine wins, Takiyasu eight wins and then a big pack on seven. If Takiyasu does go Kyujo... That puts a tummy Fuji in a very interesting uh situation going into the final five days. Doesn't it? Two wins clear. Doesn't it? He could just be very hard to catch. Because in that group of I oh, don't know, it's seven. Yeah, it's quite a spread. Um we've got Ozeki Magashira 1, 6, 10, and 16. So it's not like that they'll necessarily be fighting each other in the final days.
0: The other really interesting thing for me here, I think, is his stable in that. The big talking points for the up-and-comers have been Miyagino yeah. and Nishonoseki. Seki, so they've got their stars coming up. He's Hama, who perhaps has lost a little bit of steam with people like Midori Fuji and Nishiki Fuji not quite taking off the way they would have liked. Uh, they still have Fuji, of course, but uh, you know he's under the radar in, in terms of stables as well. I think, and they'd be very pleased with this success so far.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us on Sumo Mainichi today. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow to bring you all the action from day 11 of this Aki Basho. We'll see you then.
0: Bye. Bye.